We are continuing now in Mishnah Brewer Yomi. We are in the middle of Simon Ayin Hay 75, found on page Kufches 108, dealing with the laws of reciting the Krishma or other Dabr Shibikdusha, other things of holiness, opposite an erva, a woman's hair that's uncovered, a woman who's voice, and again, we, we, haven't descri- we haven't defined what a voice is yet. So we're going to start with the Ramah in Sif Aleph. says the Ramah, Some say all these laws about if there's a tefach megula, meaning it has to be more than a tefach to be exposed, then then it's a problem, but less than that is not a problem, that's only with one's wife. But any if a woman who's not one's wife, even less than a tefach, is considered an erva. However, the rush is of the opinion that it's only a, it has to be a tefach. But if she, she herself can say if she's not wearing any clothing, but that's for herself. So let's see the Mishtabrua. This is Avil. Ayin be this is Avil's found in Hey. Fine. That less than a tefach is only going to be derabbanan. And even if you think it's a problem with someone else's wife, whether it's a, a married woman or a single woman, one's thighs are exposed. And again, we have to describe, we're going to have to, or, or one should define exactly what that means. So then, even less than a tefach. Because it's a place, excuse me, it's a place where there's more herak, it causes more thoughts than other avarim, other limbs. This is all I'm talking about it, but the prohibition of saying Krishma. So the Mishnah makes an important caveat. This is all when it comes to the Isser of St. Krishna. But it, when it comes to the Isser of Estaklis, of, of looking at a woman who's not your wife just to have pleasure, that is a, even, less than a, even less than an Arab. Uh, that, that, none of these categories get all thrown out the window. It's always a problem. So even looking at it's the the Mishabura quotes the Lush of the Gemara that if one looks at the little finger of a woman who's not one's wife to have to in order to have pleasure, so that's considered uh is in the Torah of of straying after your eyes. And even the you could be a good person, you're not gonna be saved from the fires of Ghanim or Uri Bama Lafi Tuma below and Hannah Shari. But to look when it's not for pleasure, just because you're again, encountering them, that's not a problem. But the Prime Minister says, uh, but the um, Sefer Minchas Shmuel says, even Adam Chas should be careful because the Prime Minister becomes Shaderach Lios Mechusek going the Rasek High Gavin Shari becomes a Guf Avri Ba'ama Aser because the Prime Minister Besulas Didei Bechal Nida Same Mishgiel Isman Vested Bechal Erva Same. Okay, so that's just an important caveat that the even nowadays unmarried woman, non-married woman, because they are all Nidos nowadays. Because we don't married women do not non-married women do not go to the mikvah to come up from the rivash, therefore they consider it's considered an erva for them as well. Okay, moving right along, the rush implies that it's um, not married, not your wife, but it's talking about all the women. Cain af isha cheres mitaras lekaros b'spal kenegah kishigaruma. Rechod mistak 
Okay, fine. Base. A hair of a woman that's normally covered, also of course, even one's wife, one can't say the opposite because it's considered erva. But the way of uh, of a non married woman is to go with her hair uncovered. So, what and the Ramah adds in the hair of a woman that they usually wear, the hair is they seemingly hang out of some sort of hat they're wearing, and certainly, that is uh, all permitted. To, to You could say, Krishma opposite it. What's Sarah? That is a wig, as in foreign hair, a wig. Look at the Mishnah Burra and Bays. So the hair of a man um, that it sticks out from one, under one's clothing, then that is um, that is not a problem. Darker looks. Now we're talking about to get back to the hair of a woman on her head. If it's normally covered and now it's uncovered, one cannot read it opposite it. I feel aim ain't dark looks so rock with shok vlobis of chatzer. Even this woman normally only covers when she goes outside into the marketplace, but not in her house or her courtyard. It's considered an erva and even in one's house. And if it's revealed, even part of it's revealed, so then one can't say Krishna opposite it. Even if it's a place where no one covers her hair, when they go out in the public, the hair is objectively a problem. Just like the five women's objectively a problem, regardless of what's normally done in that place, so to the hair. The caveman's retreat because really they have to cover the hair inside a din. And Mr. Bru adds on that when it comes to the Sota, the wayward woman, I don't know why they call it the wayward woman, but they had said they would uncover her hair. That implies normally her hair had to be covered. And all the, the, the daughters of Israel who held on to the laws of Moshe from time immemorial, they would as well, they would... Their hair was always covered. The only thing that's not a problem is either the hair of a of a basula of a non-married woman or hair that sticks out from underneath the, uh, some sort of hat. So that told me almost, and then it, there's a different minhagim depending on the custom of the place so that is permitted or not permitted. Because if you're in a place where people don't have any not even a strand of hair sticking out, then that then, then, and any hair becomes deemed an erva. There's a certain subjectivity to part of the hair being stuck stuck out, part of it not coming out. Fine, because if, if people are, are accustomed to it, so then it's not an erva because that it's a place where people see part of the hair. But again, there's an objective factor, and then there's a subject of the stuff that sticks out um, beyond the hat. Okay, he says, a uh, basula, a non-married woman, 
um, can go with her hair uncovered, but if she's engaged, engaged in terms of not the engagement of the colloquial American terms we use now, but engaged that she's an Arusa, there's a halachic engagement, which we normally do at the Chassan's Tish, so then she already has to cover her hair. Or if a basula who, who was no longer a virgin, she has to cover her hair. But he says that if someone was, uh, if someone, we call him Zinsa, if she, 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 she doesn't want to you know, embarrass herself, we can't force her. It happens to be that we have a bit of a debate what exactly, once we say she's uh, engaged, what does that actually mean? Because normally at a wedding, we don't tell the kawa that once she goes to the chuppah, even, that's, that's a step beyond engagement, just to cover her hair. Oh, there are some of the customs that the kawa will either wear a shaitl or to the wedding, because they assume that at some point, it, once the wedding takes place, she her has to be covered. Or, for, at the very least, I know Rav Willig, or Mordechai Willig is machmer in this, he says, on the level of the oraisa, Perhaps just wearing a small little uh, uh, something on your head will suffice. Will suffice, and therefore the kala normally she wears her veil on her head. It's not down, but there's a veil that's you know tied into the back of her hair, and that he says is sufficient to, to fulfill the requirement of a woman who's quoting who's already married, and then then she her hair has to be covered. So he recommends or he. He wants, he, he desires that all kalas at, at their wedding shouldn't totally remove the veil out of their hair. Again, normally it's just uh, whatever the uh, the um, the common custom, not custom, it's probably not necessarily custom halacha, but more of style is the kala usually wears some sort of veil in your hair, but he thinks it's hal- from halacha perspective. Reverse of Shechter, when I discussed it with him, Rav Shechter was not machmer, he thought not until the first night. Is there a problem, and the woman can, and does not can even change out of her gown and walk around as long so long as it's not the first that doesn't pass and doesn't have to cover her hair. Okay, Shadarkan I'm gonna rubbish kosav the low yachol begila rosh rock im seirosam lukulos los suros of masikom megamakam was that kosav chay adam nechosh eno misoros lakosas seiran tzarich in im dino abzek besulos. What's the case with non-Jews? What's the story with their hair? So he says, un- it's unclear if they are like a basula, meaning that their hair does not have to be covered. If it's a place where the, this, this sort of hair is normally co- uncovered, meaning it sticks out from their from the, from the their hat, so then one can say, one, one can say, Krishma, opposite, even if it's not your wife, because it's common, people are accustomed, it's not going to cause uh, impure, impure thoughts. But if you're looking there to see the beautiful hair, then you have a problem. This is going on the part again sticking out of her hair, out of her hat. So the Mishnah is actually really, really um, limiting. And again, this is gonna be a big debate. You can see different communities and Claudius Yisrael was done. But what when, when he says it sticks out of the hat, what he means is as follows: It seemingly they wore a hat and had some sort of netting attached to the hat. But then, of course, there's always gonna be a little hair that you can't you can't get. And that's the hair we're talking about. But he, there's, there's like two hair comings here. And again, he, he goes to Zohar, it says, and again, the Mishnah Boris can take a very stringent approach here. You shouldn't see any of the hair. The garma misikunsa lebesa, the garma now the lo yishun bavdara, the sitra achar, the sarab bavesa, it causes all sorts of terrible things, and etc., etc. 
Itza, the fill cars, Beza, Loya, Ichamun, Sarah Chadam, Rosha, Avdis, Kane, Mashkazi, Benoka, Shil Gazesim, Mazaz, Mahano, Stockholm, Hoshman, Al Serb, Neama, Lord Ella, the Baalam, Mizbarak, Bokol, Berk, and the Lel, Berk, and Tastalis. So basically, quotes Kamars and Zoaz, one way that if your hair is shown, Oigavalt, the other way, you have much brachas. Usra, Binion, Beis, Binion, Adkan, Lashon, and Bekitzer. Because the Magnum, the Royal Lenoga, the Zohar, and the Magnum says, I want you to be careful, like the Zohar, we only Isa, the Maisa, the Kimchis, Mizachus, and Zinus, how you say, Rosh, I suppose, like your own car space, Amr, Chaluka, Yotzimeno, Kongodolam. And the Gemara Numa points out there was this woman, Kimchis, she was so stringent in the area of hair covering that it said the walls of her house never saw her hair, and because of that, she was she merited to have great Kohanim Gadolam that were born to her. Sarah Nachos, what about a, what about a wig? Says the Mishabura, Kari Nachas Lasersha Nechak Techve Enudovic the Bosra. It's any hair that's not actually attached to her skin. And the assumption is that when Chazal say the hair of a, of a woman is considered an erva, that's not going on a wig. Those who disagree, because the assumption is even therefore if a woman takes her own hair she cuts it off and makes a fashion a shade out of it not a problem and if women don't normally wear uh, this payas nachris, a wig, so then uh, it, what might be a problem of marzayin. And if you look around in uh, contemporary, you see that you know the Hasidic women, even those who wear shaitels, many of them will wear a second hair covering on top of that, or they'll wear hair covering. It's very clear it's not it, that's a wig and not it doesn't look natural at all. Okay, we'll stop over here.